Let's take off. Bongani and Nala on Radio 2000. Guys, I'm so excited. Uh, I am so excited. Um, we're going to be hanging out. Yo, guys, we're hanging out with multi award winning um, legend, 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 legend. She's a businesswoman. Uh, obviously, a lot of us know her as an actress, um, uh, Sophie Dichaba. Um, I think the. I think she was on Generations for more than 20 years. Um, I was watching clips last night. Remember when Generations started when the color was still not right? The color was still like... uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She was already there. um, You know? Yeah. And and I mean, when you think of like what's happening now, the whole fabulous lifestyle and and the words fabulous that are being thrown around she was the original yeah she fabulous was the darling person. she was the real darling that you know what i mean like i find that people copy her now but and i think she's been through a lot man um she's been teased on social media um you know a lot of her stuff has been public um and we just want to celebrate her so if you've got any questions uh for uso Chaba, please feel free to send them through you can send voice notes uh, on 0605842250 or you can phone us up on 0891102000 uh, the hashtag on social media is the takeoff uh, we want to go through as many as we possibly can and uh, yeah you can tag us it's bonganimtolo underscore it's nonala tose um, it's lonoa bonkosa uh, and it's all under at radio 2008 very very excited very very excited just coming up next Club controller Prince KB, 20 minutes after 7 o'clock. The hashtag on social media is the takeoff. Um, and we've got uh, Sophie uh, Dichaba on the line. Super excited. Uh, Sophie, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning, fabulous people. I'm so excited good morning. to be part of this show. I think this, morning, is the perfect guys. Way to, this is the perfect way to introduce you, no? <laughs> What a legend, man! Yo, 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 yo! So, 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 welcome. Um, Thank I, I you mean, so I'm, much. I'm, we're so excited to have you this morning. You I'm know, super excited too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I tweeted yesterday um, that you know we're going to be hanging out with you on the show, and what questions um, you know people want to ask you. And I remember one of the first ones was someone said, "Please ask her." Was her role scripted in Generations when she was just being fabulous? Or did she just come up with it and it just worked? (laughs) Interesting question. Um, Well, most of the time it was scripted, of course. And because I needed to get into that character and bring it to life, I added the darlings and the moires and whatever, just to spice it up. Because as an actor, you need to be quite creative to bring a character to life. Yeah. Yeah. I used, you know, I mean, initially I created the darlings and, you know, the creators and the writers and the producers were like, yeah, let's see if it works. And it did work. And, you know, uh, I believe as an actor, you just have to bring characters to life. So yes, the scripted, but mm-hmm. I added, you know, the custard lily jelly on top. <laughs> Yo, you know, speaking of custard and jelly, you know what, Sophie, when I think of you, I get hungry because every time you would be on TV, I'd be eating. So I'd associate you <laughs> with my dinner, you know, because that was family time, you know, generations yeah. time. It's time to sit down and watch TV and eat your dinner. And and I love the fact that you, you brought so much personality. My first question yes. with regards to Queen herself is, did, who did you model to become queen? You know, which actor and actress did you model to become queen? And also, 
did you then become more of Queen or Queen became more of Sophie? Like, who ended up uh, uh, taking Winning. on that, that character? <laughs> well, first of all, I love Dynasty. So I love Joan Collins. I love the way she carried herself. Okay. I love her confidence. Yeah. I loved everything about it. Just the the sense of class and I just believe it with women she just loved themselves enough to just always strive to be fabulous and you know obviously I made it my own but she was that foundation that you know I took the concept of queen from because she just oozed everything you know even though she was a powerhouse and she was a businesswoman and she wasn't she wasn't afraid of anybody yeah. and that's what I took from her and then made it my you know you always make it your own and then with regards to um, who won uh, Sophia Queen, I think yeah. we are one and the same. We're just fabulous, <laughs> yeah. we're just happy people, and and I think we both won because I learned a lot of confidence mm. through Queen. I'm a very shy person, uh, and, and you know, in reality, yes, very very shy. So you know, I had to steal. I mean, I remember Frederick Stark, our producer, coming to me and saying, "Do more, do more on set," and I said, "Really? Can I? Is it allowed?" And you know, because I was very young, I was probably twenty, and I said, "Can I really do more? Are you sure?" And he says, "Yeah, do more, do more." Bring her out even more. So, you know, I, I actually got my confidence from Queen, so that's why I learned that's through amazing. her. But more than that, I brought in a lot of my personal personality into her. Wow. It, it's scary listening to you saying that you were around 20 when you were playing that role. Mm. Um, <laughs> tell us about, I guess, the pressure of living up to Queen. Because you must remember, you were the first real celebrities to us. Yeah. I mean, back those yeah. days, there was no social media. So yeah. you were so the celebrity Instagram, celebrity. There was not, nothing, yeah. How, how did you handle the pressure of trying to live up to this queen character who's fabulous, who's super rich? Mm. How, how did you find that balance? Luckily, I was already fabulous, darling. Yes, so darling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so if I had two pairs of jeans and I had to make people believe I had 10, you know, yeah. so it was all about putting it together and making sure I'm always on point no matter what. You know, um, I remember the first days of just without a car, without anything, you know, and I remember, you know, people didn't even know I was a model first, of course. So people didn't even know about wigs and all of that. And I remember getting into a taxi and forgetting to pin it in and the wig remained on the door. And those were like the challenges of just being, just the world, being a, a simple celebrity start up to losing a wig in the taxi and everybody's looking at you and they all say nothing and you think, okay, I'm going to gracefully take it back from the door and put it back on my head. <laughs> yes. And I mean, speaking of aesthetics, you were one of the first people who made being plus size amazing, you know. Oh, yeah. And, and oh, yeah. you really rocked it. And, and then you transformed over the years, you know. Yeah. Which Sophie do you, do you love? Do you love the, you know, snatched Sophie or the, the you know, chubby Sophie? I think I still love the Chubby Sophie because she was confident. She is, you know, she was just that woman that made every South African woman who was full-figured feel I am beautiful yes. inside out every time. And, and, and even though I always wanted to lose weight, but I always said, with the body I have, I'm going to do the most. And, and it just made a lot of people out there even love, you know, dressing up for their bodies yes. and just thinking, I am. You know, obviously, my cleavage is always a discussion of conversation <laughs> with SABC. <laughs> like when they had meetings, they would say, isn't it too much? 
And then Mpundu would say, too much of what? Because she's a character. Yeah. You know, and she's selling a character. So, you know, um, it was exciting. I, I just think a lot of women got a lot from that. I loved it. And I still love full-figured women. I think they're the most sexiest women in the world. But you look amazing, girl. You're snatched. Okay. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> when a role is as iconic as Queen, it's easy for us. It's not easy for us as viewers to let go of the character. Did you experience being typecasted after and during Queen? Because, I mean, Queen was legendary. Oh, yeah. I mean, a lot of people had, I mean, I was approached when Queen was at her peak. I was approached by different productions thinking you come over. So even not personally, I, I kind of didn't know how to break away from her at some point because I had played her for so long. And I thought, if I come on your show, I, let's just be real. You are offering me double the income and everything is exciting. I'm going to put your ratings up. But are people going to believe? Because, you know, this was just a different kind of ambiance. Queen was just a different kind of powerhouse. Mm. So how do we change Ustofi? to go and play Maria in another show mm. and get South Africa that doesn't think in a certain way to believe Queen is no longer Queen and now she's Maria because she's going to get double her income. Mm. And I couldn't risk that. I was like, I'm going to take it all the way. Then once I've retired from being Queen, then I can play other drama roles and series roles. But movies, yes, I could do, but not definitely not soap at that point. And then uh, we've asked you to send us a couple of songs uh, that really mean a lot to you. And one of them is DJ Cleo, Zina Impiloyami. Why this particular song, Sophie? Oh, my gosh. I mean, I have nine lives. I have survived <laughs> everything under the sun. Yeah. I can't, you know, there's, you can ask me anything. I'll say, yes, I went through that. Yes, I went through that. Yes. I, and I just think, you know, the God that lives in me. You know, um, every day is fighting for me and is always there in front and saying, I have mercy on her life and I am not going to allow you. I think of Job all the time. And I think if he lost everything and people mocked him and he said, I am still going to praise my God. So I'm a God. I'm God's child. I'm God's girl. And I just believe Uguti. And and Usatane could take everything. I lost everything. I lost so much. I lost my businesses. I lost my, my, some of my homes. I lost some of my cars. I lost it was headlines after headline. And I just believe Uguti, you know, those who laughed and thought Uguti, she's going down now. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, I'm going up, honey. I got yes. my God on my side. I may have lost everything, but I'm restoring. So Uguti, I mean, I love Cleo, first of all. I think it's amazing. You know, um, but, you know, I, I believe in South African talent and here I am talking to you honey Woo-hoo! so you can understand I am testimony right there and we're going to come back and talk about all of the challenges that you've gone through because I love how honest you are about your life uh, yeah. Sophie D. Chaba on the takeoff oh, Sophie Dichaba's favorite songs, DJ Cleo, Kleena uh, Impiloyam on the takeoff. And of course, I mean, she's gone through so much in the public eye uh, from being pregnant as a teenager at 17 um, to going through a lot of financial problems in public. Uh, yeah, we're speaking to the amazing Sophie, and we're going to get her to get into all of those details when we come back. Uh, before I ask you more questions, a tweet came through from uh, Tsulu Fellow says she admires your resilience. Um, and there was another tweet that came through which said, um, I find healing in her stories when she tells them. Absolutely. So, yeah, thank oh, wow. you so much for, thank you so much for, I guess, opening up. 
I, I think you. maybe you've been through a lot, especially uh, a lot of the stuff that you've gone through is in the public. I think let's take it back. I mean, I know that you were pregnant, I think, at 17. And this yeah. was back in those days yeah. where being pregnant as a teenager is a no-no. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tell us about what it was like coming back. Eka, see, you come back, you are pregnant. You've just come from the school where you were supposed to be uh, you, yeah. you know, learning I mean, fancy I mean, English. Fr- How did you handle that? First of all, uh, the father said, no, it's not my child. That's mm-hmm. the first part that a lot of, you know, young or single women go through yeah. today yeah. and before. And mm. secondly, coming home, Ekasi, where it's really hard, Kosoweto, and, you know, you've got your mother uh, 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 not working and she's just selling the cold, the little cold drink, and you've got your grandmother who is the only person earning pension because your grandfather just passed on. So, if you like 120, 150 at that time, had to feed the entire family and here's your granddaughter coming home pregnant Yo, you know yeah. from, from from another country you know mm, uh, yeah. and everybody's looking and thinking Mwanabona is overseas somewhere <laughs> you know they used to call Africa overseas somewhere <laughs> and you come back and you're walking to the shops and you've got this big belly and they're Yo. all laughing at you how to the store to because you speak Shona only and everybody's like English because like it was you know but fluently so English so just coming back and being Kokasi and being that young girl that has disappointed an entire family I had to sit and use that time to think about what am I going to do to turn around and make my family proud? What is my plan? You know, so coming home, telling my mother and saying, Mama, I'm not disappointed. Did you forgive me? She said, yes. And I said, will you take care of my baby? She said, definitely. And I said, okay, can I just ask you one more favor? Borrow me your clothes sometimes. And number two, when you get your pension, can you trust me with it? And she said, mm. yes. And when my mother earned her first pension, sick pension, by the way, because it wasn't old age pension, it was sick pension. She gave it to me and I went and I multiplied it. You yes, know, the girl. Bible says in Matthew 25, which you need to be able to multiply which mm. so that you can come back to your home mm. and be able to present a legacy. So I took that money and I multiplied it well and I created my little powerhouse. And that is what I got out of it. And I just want to encourage a lot of young women out there to know that as long as you've got a plan, you have not gone down yet. And, and and obviously being so public, people have a lot of opinions around, you know, your life and how you live your life. So you were known as obviously queen, you're mm. this voluptuous woman. And then obviously because of what you have, um, you you lost a lot of weight. And yeah. I remember reading up uh, tweets, ah, she's HIV positive, she's yeah, sick. Yeah. First of all, I'm going to ask you, obviously, um, how did it make you feel when people were saying all of these horrible things about you? Let me tell you something. At that point, I was at the deepest point of depression. Mm. The deepest. I can't even explain it. When I think about it, I'm like, oh, my God, you saved me. Because I would look in the mirror. I need you to understand this depression that a lot of women are going through right now. You mm. look at yourself in the, in the mirror and you still see the same voluptuous Sophie. You wear the same clothes, same size. At that, mm-hmm. at that size, and you still think it's normal. That's how deep the depression was. I could not see a thing. And what triggered me to see the thing is when it was trending. It was like, oh, well, who are they talking about? They're talking about me, Kensejoa. And then yo, I yo. snapped out of it. 
And I wasn't even seeking treatment at that time. It was just God's grace and mercy to make me snap out of it. Nobody, no friends, nobody came to me and said, I think you're losing weight too rapidly, darling. Uh, are you are you still on that diet? You know, and, and, and it's only later when everybody then came on board and said, uh, how can we help? How can we this? And I'm like, but you kept seeing me like this. So, I, you know, a lot of things that I went through, it, it, that's why I call it me and my God project. Because I just believe he's the only consistent one. He's the mm-hmm. only one who is the same for me and constantly fights for me. When I fight for myself, he's there saying, I'm fighting with you. So that Amen. was the hardest point. Just realizing I'm a skeleton. Imagine coming from being the most voluptuous, sexiest woman in town, where even songs are sung about your fabulous, voluptuous, you know, body. And then suddenly, and then people are all of a sudden uh... are saying you're dying of AIDS. And I just think that, you know, it's, 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 it's irresponsibility of our nation, our African nation, to be stupid enough. Uh, and Gaga, so if it's sabotage, I don't know what happened there. I don't know what happened to these buttons. Uh, <laughs> but something happened. But we're on radio. Sometimes <laughs> we forget what we are. Not on a magazine show. We are yeah, on radio. No, it just for- happened. I forgot that we're just not just sitting somewhere in the corner just having a chat. But but like, thank you for your honesty. Really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I mean, one of your song requests is Vusinova as Pelelanga. And indeed, as Pelelanga, this past year, I mean, a couple of months has just been so heavy yeah, on us yeah. emotionally. And yeah. a lot of people don't know what each person is going through, you know. And and you've lost a very dear friend and colleague, Umeit yeah. Ngubeni, in the last couple of, of weeks. Yeah. Um, you, you also penned quite a, a touching story you know about how you and him have been through everything and you've survived it all together tell us a little bit about him and your experiences with him you know Mendy and I when we were uh, on, the set, on the set of Generations together we, our dressing rooms were across from each other so whenever we had a break we would just you know hang out and just talk about life and I remember you know when he he, he, he said I want to get a house and mm-hmm. and I said, okay, darling, I'll help you. And he says, you even know about house? And I said, I know about everything. <laughs> you know. And and I said, yeah, it's time, my brother. You need to get a house. You're married now. You need to get a house. And you know. And 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 you know, I walked him through that. And he just said, you know, I think I found a sister in you. And I said, I think I found a brother in you mm-hmm. because we talked about absolutely every secret under the sun. And I think he took a lot of my secrets to his grave with him. <laughs> um, but you know, just losing him was just sad because you know I knew we were fighting this fight to together, the public fights, you know, the scrutinies, the people, you know, telling us we were dead already before we even died. And yeah. and, I, and I just thought he fought a good fight. And, you know, God's timing is always yeah. the right timing. And I accepted it based on that. It was just God's timing for him to go. And and wherever he is, he's at peace because he, he lived his life. And, you know, so that's, I just miss the, the conversations. I miss the honesty. Mm-hmm. I miss you know, learning from a hardworking uh, person who just is so professional. Every day I was learning something new from him. And the fact that he wasn't scared to reprimand me and say, stay focused, don't lose sight of this just because you like this. So, you know, he was also uh, quite a motivator in my life, you know, personally and at the, at the business level. So, yeah, so that's why I say that I miss him so much. And, you know, last year uh, and this year with the pandemic coming into our lives, a lot of uh, people were lost a lot of our families, a lot of our mm. friends, and, and we're still fighting on. And the thank you to because I just think oh, there's so many people gone that should still be here, you know. Um, and But, you know, 
I just think with the ones that are left now, let's make the best of it. Let's fight a good definitely, fight. Definitely, definitely. Uh, and then, of course, we are coming back because all of your fans want to speak to you on the takeoff. Oh, wow. It's a takeoff with Ubongani and Nala. And uh, we've still got uh, Sophie on the line. Let's just go straight to the voice notes. This is what you want to say to her. Good morning, guys. Yo, I just want to say hi to Sophie. Sophie, I really want to tell you that you are really an ambassador for us women. Women who are facing with challenges, difficulties that we know we think that, you know, life is over when you like hit it with some challenges in life but with you girl you are an ambassador you know you are you know your voice sounds so you know happy mm. it, you know it doesn't yes. matter how many challenges you've been through but you know you are a hero i really want to tell you that girl you are really a cat nine Aww. life i am important social yo bona big up to you sophie thank you Mpo. here's another one uh, good morning to the beautiful team. Morning. Hey. I hope you guys are good. Yo, what a legend you guys have on the show. Right. Oh, see. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a confession to make. You were actually the first plus-size lady I had a crush on. Hey, me too. Hey, you put me on, yo. Put mm, me on, mm, bro. What a beauty. <laughs> no, man. Uh, we acknowledge you and... We know the journey hasn't been a simple one, but yeah, here you are, here we are. Let's go again, Eberfit. Nice one, sister. It's your boy Terence C, aka Mr. Malapahalekana from Rustenburg. Sophie, Sophie, did you see yourself as a sex symbol back in the day? Were you aware that uh, people saw you as a sex symbol? Dele, yo, Naked trend in the African continent, naked trend. You know, and 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 I just knew it. That's why I said I am not giving up my cleavage for nobody. Here's another one that came through. Good morning, Bongani and Nala. Morning. May Queen, this is Kathy from Pretoria. I just want to appreciate you because some of us, Kadi 98, 99, we learn a lot of from you, good generation, especially English. So I thank you, Mom. I thank you <laughs> yeah. so much. And then I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you so much. So much. I'm so happy. Thank you, True guys. Bye bye. True story. Yeah. When you talk about grooming and just how to carry yourself as a woman, you yeah. are the you, you you the ultimate. Thank you, thank you. I mean, I just strive for it. I just believe in order for people to take you serious, your image is the first thing they see mm. before they even judge your character and they judge what you're gonna say. They already say yeah, yeah, now nah, oh. you know. So power dressing, even if it's in the simplest form, it's not about power dressing with bling bling or expensive. It's about power dressing the way you see yourself presenting yourself out there and selling your brand because we are all personal brands and we need to sell those brands. You don't have to be a celebrity to say I know who I am. Yeah. Does this all does this all come from your mom? Um, your mom was Miss Kimberly, I think, around the sixties. I think that's what my yeah, dad told me. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was Miss Kimberly, nineteen sixty-five. Wow. She was a twin. She was 
fabulous. You know, my mother, even Hanaliko, in her 60s, 70s, she mm. was always wearing lipstick and had her little red cheeks. Like, it's not a lipstick yes. or what, but they were always red. <laughs> and she was always fabulous. And, you know, that's what I learned from her. She just taught me one thing. Armanaka, always be presentable so that people can believe you. Mm. And I think... You know, that's what I took it from. I mean, she didn't have much at the time I was growing, but with what, the little that she had, she made an effort to look good. She walked that's out of the house looking fabulous every time. And here's another voice note. Yes, Mama Sofindaba, this is Faye speaking from Stellenbosch, Ekayamandi. I just want to celebrate you, Mama, for raising us. Generation was the first black soapy that we were watching as youngsters growing up because so yeah you've showed us flames and for that we just want to celebrate you and say thank you yeah thank you mom hey radio 2000 tell sophie we love her she will always be our queen Kima Woody from Falabelle Park and I've been strong. I know I have someone who's suffering from the diabetic. I know how bad it is. So when people are making jokes out of her, it makes me sick inside my stomach. Mm. Sorry, oh Sophie. Thank you. Wow. Dumelan, 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 Nala. Motole Mosuere Mo Queen. Queen, Ramazavaga Queen, Rona from Generation. Uh, she's been through a lot, uh, and then she stood her ground. I so wish uh, all the best to her. She's been a role model, but they've learned a lot from her. South Africans, ladies, women, they've learned a lot from Queen. We've been the best, and then since ever they but talk about generation, generation was never the same. We are no longer watching Generation now, you know? That group of Bokoni, eh, 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 Bo Archie, Bo Queen, they made the, 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 the story so interesting, the soap was so interesting. We know right nearly 8 o'clock then, we will be glued in the screen. Kijinola, Carltonville, Queen, love you, lots of love, <laughs> enjoy your day. Yeah, man, wow. um, we, we, yeah. We're going to wrap with Indlovu by DJ Zinde because I just think it's appropriate. But before we go there, what, yeah. what are you currently working on now? Uh, what projects uh, are you working on? Well, you know, COVID allowed me to, to hibernate and regroup and think about what's the future. So I've partnered with two amazing ladies who are my sisters for over 20 years. I think Gabelo and Masa, you know, um, we've formed the company called Golden Group. They already had their own businesses, had my own businesses. So we decided to merge and just create this amazing Golden Girls powerhouse. So, you know, stay tuned for it as it, you know, unpacks and comes to life. And me going back to the eventing industry as well and, you know, uh, producing, launching my own beauty brands and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. You know, talking about um, diabetes and the food and everything. So I'm looking forward to all those programs that are going to unpack slowly but surely. And I mean, all of that being the matriarch of the Dichaba family with a blended family, how do you do it all? How do you balance the, the act? Well, it's not, it's not, it's definitely not easy and you know, each day you just look for strength and you start planning. You know, planning your week ahead always helps you know, thinking about uh, reaching your dreams and aspirations, setting goals, you know, allows me to create a balance all around, making decisions that are not necessarily uh, comfortable or 
or, or exciting for myself at times, I know that in order for me to reach the goal of my destiny and my sense of purpose, I need to always think about me. And self-love is my new motto, which is Sophie first. God first, Sophie next, and everything else follows. Yes. And, 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 and today, we just wanted to tell you, the reason why we actually wanted to speak to you was just to tell you what's your time and we appreciate ah. you. That's what today was about. Uh, again, Tanda, before I attend, you know, I listen to you most days that I can wake up early. Right. <laughs> and, and I have so much fun because, you know, it's such sense, such good, great content. So big ups to you guys too and all the best and, you know, from now in the future. Thank we you love so much you for Sophie. having me. Ta- I love you guys. Queen. I love you, my fans. <laughs> and my fans, I love you guys. Thank you so much. I guys have made it. I spoke to Queen. <laughs> Thank you so much. Stop. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. with Bongani and Nala. Let's take off.